correction. Welcome to Fun Town, a special new album with Mayor Bob, Marvin, Petite, and starring the rhinestone cowboy, Archie Wood. Like the rhinestone cowboy, riding out on a horse in a star Everyone's favorite doggy in the window, Petite. How much is that doggy in the window? The one with the wagon. You'll hear the mischievous Marvin Mouse. The deer with your lips to mine, a rhapsody divine. Archie and Grandpa One. Honeymoon. Honeymoon. Keep a shining in June. You'll also hear Petite sing. Sha la la, It gives me a thrill to wake up in the morning to the mockingbird's trip. From the winner's circle, Fun Town, with Mayor Bob, Archie, Petite, and all the gang. Available wherever fine records are sold. Singing the same old song And I know every crack In these dirty sidewalks abroad Where hustle's the name of the game And nice guys get washed away Like the snow and the rain There's been a load of compromising on the road to my horizon But I'm gonna be where the lights are shining on me Like the rhinestone cowboy Riding out on a horse in a star-spangled rodeo Like a rhinestone cowboy Getting cards and letters from people I don't even know. Offers coming over the phone. Well, I really don't mind the rain. Smile can hide all the pain But you're down when you're riding the train That's taken the long way And I'll dream of the things I'll do With a subway token and a dollar tucked inside my shoe There's been a load of compromising On the low to my horizon but I'm gonna be where the lights are shining on me Like a rhinestone cowboy Riding out on a horse in a star-spangled rodeo Like a rhinestone cowboy Getting cards and letters from people I don't even know and offers coming over the bow-wow-wow-wow. Like a rhinestone cowboy. Yeah. 
And you're listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And this time right now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. You just heard right there a little K-Till ad for Funtown. Favorite 20 selections. Plus, we heard a little bit of the Rhinestone Cowboy by Archie Wood from KTEL Presents 10, 20, fav, not 10, 20 favorite selections from Fun Town. Today on Denard Ward, the Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with from Harlem, Cameron. Cameron, today on Denard Ward, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Before we get to Cameron, here is a little bit of Gardy Lou featuring El Duce, Perverts on Parade. Now, if you are easily offended by El Duce, which you probably are, please tune out now. So this is Gardy Lou featuring El Duce Perverts on Parade and is El Duce on vocals, not the mentors. The backup band is Gardy Lou featuring El Duce, but El Duce is doing first shit. <clears throat> One, two, three, four, five, six. First shit of the day. As I sit on the porcelain throne My bowels are aching and beginning to moan Dumping for knowledge while I read my porn Out of my ass comes a shit packed with corn I sit and yell, mama I got a chronic case of diarrhea. I wake up with my stomach gas. Sitting on the toilet, blasting from my ass. You can smell my needle vapor. I hope there's enough toilet paper. It's the first shit of the morning. The first shit of the day. The first shit of the morning. Bombs away. The first shit of the morning. The first shit of the day. Thank God. I'm a heteronaut gay. In the morning. We go to the john at the truck stop. You can hear the echo of the shits. Kerplop! It doesn't matter if there's a door there. I'll take a shit even if people stare. The first shit of the morning. The first seal of the day! Yeah! The first seal of the morning! 
and eat plenty. Crocodile fricassee, marinated tiger, chopped lizard liver, giraffe goulash on half shell. Oh, we're still hungry. Hungry for woman. Ha! I have woman young. I give her to one of my sons. To my son, the witch doctor. Also, son of witch lawyer. Oldest son, witch dentist. 32 teeth, all in front, and with a drill. One more time with squealing. listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And you just heard right there, Jim Backus, Mr. Magoo, and Thurston Howell the Third with Caveman from 19 question mark question mark, i.e. we don't know. But that is Jim Backus with Caveman. And before that, Teen Angel Lives, 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 Palisades Park from Vancouver, British Columbia, 1973. Yes, Teen Angel Lives is from 1973 and is from Mike Roach's record collection. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for the amazing tunes. In fact, we began with one of your tunes from Funtown, the Rhinestone Cowboy. But right there was Teen Angel Lives, which Palisades Park from 1973. And before that was Johnny Royal with Loverboy from 19 question mark question mark, i.e. we don't know what date it's from. And we began with Rest in Peace, L. Duce of The Mentors, but this is him in his solo capacity with, and this is his backing band, Gardy Lou, featuring El Duce, and we heard first shit of the morning. Right now, to prepare you for Cameron from Harlem, here is what Harlem's Cameron sampled for Oh Boy, Rose Royce. It was Just Blaze who did the sample, and he sampled Rose Royce. So we are going to hear from the Car Wash soundtrack, Rose Royce, and then we are going to hear an interview with Cameron, all on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. <laughs> 
Who are you? Cameron. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Right off the bat, Cameron, I have a gift for you. A cool G rap and DJ... Polo. Polo LP. You love the cool G. One of my favorite artists ever. He inspired me to rap because I used to... Well, I still got a lisp, and he rapped with a lisp. Road to the Riches. Top three songs of mine. Where did you get your rap when you were growing up? Where did you get the Cool G? It was at a grocery store? 
bought it. It's this place called the Black Market. They used to sell uh, like cassette tapes and stuff like that. It wasn't like a record. Like a record, I didn't have. They had cassette tapes when I bought it. About '87, I was 11. For your elementary school speech, did you use rap lyrics for your graduation? Yeah, you did your homework. My whole speech for my elementary school graduation was a rap. Actually, got that correct. Do you remember any of that? Yeah, I do actually. Um, yo, check it out like this. I used to be in Sid's class. In a way, though, I'm kind of glad it's in the past because I'm going on to junior high and after graduation getting a piece of the pie. And by the way, I almost forgot to thank my teachers. They taught me a lot. And I have to say, I am sad because River East is the best school I ever had. Cameron! Sixth grade killed it. That's good today. That is amazing. You like Craig Sager? Ba-boom! Yeah, you and Craig. You might could beat Craig Sager in a battle, dressing-wise. Did you invent, Cameron, no homo and pause? Nah, I didn't invent it. It's just from the neighborhood I come from. I can't even say that the niggas on the east side would kill me of Harlem. But um, it's an east side of Harlem thing. I didn't invent it. I learned it actually from these dudes in Jefferson Projects on the 112th and 1st Avenue in Harlem. But you helped popularize it. Now, I, de now, I definitely took it international. I definitely did that. Now, I ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I definitely took it international. Here are some more records I thought I would ask you about. Right here, what can you say about this Digging in the Crates LP right here? Well, Digging in the Crates, they was like a big part of helping Big L get on, and Big L put me on when I was like 16, you know, uh, Showbiz, AG, Fat Joe, Diamond D. How old were you? Probably 13, 13 years old when this came out. And Big L said that you changed the game? Big L said I changed the game? Did he? Oh, I mean, that's my man. We grew up together. We from the same neighborhood. So, like, everybody look at him like, oh, Big L, even though he should be looked at like that. I don't really look at him like that because that's my friend from, like, nine years old. What I particularly I want to look at is this record right here, N-O-T-S Click. Do you know them at all? No, nah, I'm not familiar with these guys. What do you know Big L as, a comedian? I know him as Montmont from 139th Street. He's funny, gambler, likes to gamble all the time, likes to snap. Here, can we put these back down, Nard? Go ahead. Do you if I call you Nard? Uh, Nard War is fine. Uh, all right, I got to say the whole thing. Can I say Nard? Uh, Nard is fine. All right, yeah, but Nard, we grew up together. He my man, so I know him as Montmont, Lamont, and uh, he gambles. He's funny. He is kind of a comedian. He's a funny dude. Another person that was in the children of the corn was McGruff. What can you say about McGruff? It's my boy right here, man. Me, like him and Big L was his best friends, you know what I'm saying? And he from my block too. Like we all grew up together, to be honest. The stars of my, I used to play basketball. The stars of my block was McGruff and Big L. They was the main rappers. So, you know, McGruff, I really looked up to him coming up because he was super nice. And back then, everybody used to rap on the block every day. So I used to listen to him real hard. He was he's like the one, him and Big L was the best two rappers from my neighborhood at the time. Did Mace used to wear your clothes? Yeah, he used to wear my clothes and, you know, my, like, maybe you'll give Mace a pair of dirty sneakers and he'll make them new and you might want them back. His restoration game was impeccable. Did you also do security for Mace at one time? I was never security, but I was used to, he didn't have security. I used to go on tour with him to make sure he was good, but I wasn't actually labeled as security, no, but I used to make sure he was good. 
gave this record right here to Drake. Horse and... Carriage. Wow. Looking very... Dapper. Civilized. <laughs> civilized. civilized. Yeah, he's looking very civilized. Featuring, featuring your boy Mace right there. Yeah, man. I mean... That, two 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 guys that I definitely wanted to be growing up, you know, um, and and especially at this time. I mean, it was just they had they had their city away. I, like it's just that same thing I've been talking about, you know, just guys that pretty much brought new energy to the city. And man, it was just like how like how much it's just surreal to watch those guys. How much money can one guy have? How fly can they be? Like it's just Cam and Mace were epic, you know. And Loon, don't forget about Loon. Everyone always wants to forget about Loon. But <laughs> Loon was a part of that, man. Yo, shout out to Loon, man. Loon, I see you. Thanks, Drake. Appreciate it. What can you say about this look right here? Are you dapper? Yeah, I stay dapper. I'm always dapper. I'm dapper now, actually. But um, this is a very clean look right here. I always say more clean than dapper. He also loved the idea that you and Mace brought energy to the city. Yeah, I mean, uh, I appreciate him liking what we're doing, you know, I like what Drake does also, you know, I'm a big Drake fan, so I appreciate him showing love. He said also, how fly can you be? How much money can you have? It's never enough. He also gave a special shout-out after looking at horse and carriage to Loon. What can you say about Loon? Loon's from my neighborhood, too. Loon, and, uh, Loon started rapping later, though. You know, Loon wasn't really rapping in the beginning. Loon was in the hood running around, then he moved. Excuse me, he moved to California, started gangbanging out there, then he came back to New York and all that, but he's from our neighborhood also. Did you see Menace to Society 16 times? Maybe more than that. That's like one of my top three movies, so I might have seen it more than that. Dame Dash presents Champions. Uh, This was dope. Dame was real creative. Uh, he put me in my first movie ever, which was paid in full. So uh, this was a real dope album. This is when I first got the Rockefeller, and uh, I got with all the rest of the crew over there. But it was a dope look. Did you have a real gun? When I did my audition? Yeah, when I did my audition, I went to audition with a real gun. That's how bad I wanted to park. So uh, I'm look, you know what's crazy? I was telling somebody the other day, I'm really trying to get my audition tape. Because when I was working with the other person reading the, reading the part, I pulled out a real gun. And everybody shut the whole, like, audition down. And that was shot in Toronto? The actual movie? About 80%. 80% was shot in Toronto. The other 20% was in Harlem. Do you have a favorite line from it? From Painful? All niggas get shot every day, B. Quote, hit her with that. I don't know that one. Doogie. <laughs> wait, wait. Tell me, tell me I'm, I'm lost on this one. Hit her with that doogie shit. <laughs> Hit her with that dookie shit. I said that. Yes, you said that. Oh, I don't. Rem you know, I got so many songs and shit. I don't remember. Is this from a movie or from a song? This is from Paid in Full. So hit her with that dookie. Shit. I don't remember, man. You know, I freestyled a lot of that movie. You know, they kept a lot of my shit from improv because the lines was whack. And I was like, I really can't do these lines. So I did a lot of improv, like all that Kermit the Frog shit. That shit wasn't in the script. I did all that shit on my own. So, pardon me if I don't remember. I was freestyling a lot of that shit. Right now, I want to ask you about a whole bunch of Harlem bands and crews. Harlem. Right. Kumo D. Yeah, he was out when I was like 12 years old. He was tough. He, him and LL was battling each other and shit, but he ain't really from my part of Harlem. But I respect what Kumo D did. He was tough. And right underneath it, we have Rex NFX. 
Yeah, Rex and Effects, they was from St. Nick. They was getting a couple dollars. You know, Teddy Riley was doing his thing. You know, he fucked with Michael Jackson and all that. So he put his boys on. They from St. Nick Projects. And what's interesting there, Juicy before Biggie. Well, the word juicy is just part of dictionary. Nobody really owns it. So if you can, Biggie, anybody could use it. The steam sample. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. I didn't know. I wasn't rapping then. And then we have Dougie Fresh. These are all Harlem rappers. Yeah, Dougie was tough. You know, Dougie was beatboxing. Dougie had the bitches. Dougie was doing a lot of shit. Dougie's still beatboxing and shit, doing shows around the world and all that. But uh, I was like 11 years old when this came out, too. He was tough. I've eaten at his restaurant, the Chicken and Waffles. Yeah, but that shit don't stay open. It be open like one week, then closed for two weeks, <laughs> then open for a week, and then closed for a week. Yo, Doug, keep the restaurant open. We're going to support it. It's on 131st and uh, 7th Avenue in Harlem. And right underneath that, we have Spoonie G, a real oldster of Harlem. Yeah, I don't really know Spoonie like that. I was probably three when this shit came out. But, um. He knows you, in fact. You know, I know who he is, but I'm just saying I don't really. You know, I'm telling you everybody else I can remember, but, like, I don't. I can't name a Spoonie G song. Like, I can name songs from my mother people, but I can't name them. I know his name and all that, but salute Spoonie. I didn't even know Spoonie was from Harlem. Yes, and quote, I've never met Cameron. I have a lot of respect for him. I like him. Uncut.com. Yeah, I mean, I respect anybody who paved the way that's from my hood. So uh, thanks, Spoonie. I appreciate it. Hopefully we'll meet one day. And right underneath that, we have the Fearless Four. I don't know these niggas. They're from Harlem as well. How many people are from Harlem? A lot of rappers, right? I mean, I, I guess you showing me niggas I never met and shit or knew about. So I, I guess so. But shout out to the Fearless Four too, man. Maybe you could understand and help explain this question right here regarding Harlem and Harlem rappers. Right here, The Sounds of Harlem World by Lovebug Starsky, the Harlem World crew. Right. Uh, you know, Harlem World was a club. I don't know. I was like five years old when this shit came out, too. But, like, I remember, like, my uncles and shit going to a club. It was called Harlem World. Then Mace took the name and started using the name Harlem World, but it was a club first, and uh, DJ was real big time at that time. And then, of course, Mace took... Mace took Harlem World. Like, uh, this shit, these niggas' names was all out. These my niggas, this is my brother who passed away, Hud Six, Cardi, Stace, Blank, Mino, Loon. See, what happened with this shit right here was, is that Mace, I, I helped Mace write his first album and shit, and then... We was gonna get a distribution deal, and we went to Jermaine Dupree to get the deal. And Jermaine Dupree gave him ten, um, two million dollars, and he gave everybody ten thousand dollars and tried to get me ten thousand dollars. I was like, I'm gonna kill this nigga. I'm gonna just get the fuck out of here, cause I ain't gonna help nigga write triple platinum and shit. And then they try to get me ten thousand dollars, so I started doing my own shit. And right underneath it, we have Harlem World Order with Tragedy Gaddafi. But it's a SNS. Yeah, DJ, what do you know about him? Oh, man, SNS, he, he was like a big time DJ. He do a lot of parks and mixtapes. He's hot on the mixtape scene. His son actually raps now, so his son is dope. Before you, Cameron, was there a Harlem jinx? I would say before Mace, really. Mace really broke the jinx when it come to selling records. I ain't, gonna, I ain't even gonna hold you. That nigga, he won, went like triple platinum and shit out the gate, so he kind of broke. That's what we used to think, because all the rappers from Brooklyn, Long Island, Queens, 
Bronx used to get deals. Nobody from Harlem used to get deals. So Big L had a deal, but he didn't sell that many records. Then when Mace went triple platinum out the gate, that's when we felt like a little curse was broken shit. And Cameron, I want to ask you about these particular gentlemen right here, or this gentleman, Curtis Blow from Harlem. Curtis Blow. Curtis Blow's from the Bronx. He like up in the Bronx where the people are fresh. Curtis Blow's from the Bronx. No, you got this one wrong. Harlem in the Bronx, we can sit us one because we all uptown, but he's not from Harlem. Curtis Blow is from the Bronx. Got to do better due diligence on that right there. But I fuck with Curtis Blow. He had a lot of dope songs. Uh, including Basket? Basketball. Yeah, it's one of his dope songs. He had a song called AJ that was up. I was like six, seven years old when this came out, but I fuck with Curtis, but he's from the Bronx. However, this person, Virgie OG, presents you and basketball. <laughs> yeah, Virgie OG, that's my mother on Instagram, whoever wants to follow my mother and shit. But uh, yeah, this when I was uh, all city coming out of Manhattan Center. And, uh, and uh, my senior year, I think like 95, 94, 95. You were 25 and 0. 23 and 0. And then uh, we lost in the first round, and I started selling weed. <laughs> a quote, a pair of 5'10 guards, Cameron Giles and Sherman Jones, combining for 45 points. Yeah, I mean, I used to get numbers. I'm not going to do nothing if I don't get numbers. If I don't get numbers, I can't be a part of it. That was the New York Times, too. Yeah, I'm big time. I've been big time since I was 12. That's what I'm saying. What did you think about this gentleman's rapping, Alan Iverson? I didn't hear it. I never heard Alan Iverson rhyming. You know, I never heard it. I knew he was trying to do an album, and David Stern at the time was hating on it, so I never got a chance. But Alan Iverson did a lot for the culture, you know, because, you know, when you're on that higher scale, everybody wants you to put on the suit and do this and do that. But uh, he did a lot for the culture as far as being a basketball player and keeping his regular personality. You, Cameron, sampled, or just play sampled, Car Wash. Car Wash! I don't really know the samples because I don't do beats. I just hear them, and when I like them, I just choose them. What sample is this from what record? Rolls Royce. No, I'm saying, what record did I sample from this? Oh! Oh, boy, okay. See? This was tough. See, the thing about this song here is that we we just stole this from Just. We took it. He didn't want to give it to us, and... Joel, Joel's convinced me to just take the shit from him. Like, yo, it was a CD in the studio and shit. And the nigga, I just was, it was just Blaze on it. And the nigga just was like, don't take my beats. And he's like, we're going to take your beat. And we took it and put it on the radio. And it, it was hot. Just was actually really mad about that, that we did that. That's my man now, though. But he was mad about that shit. You did do the night court theme, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said. I don't... And the Monday night football theme. And Magnum P.I. theme. So you know your samples? No, but those are TV shows too, so I know them from TV. So, Rolls Royce, I, I don't know what year that shit came out. I ain't listen to Rolls Royce on my own time. But what I'm saying is, I don't really make beats. I hear them and I like them. And then if I like it, I just run with it. Have you seen this particular zine right here? Kill a Cam, all about the lyrics to Kill a Cam. Yeah, I've seen this. These people, they gave it to me. This is dope. I don't remember who did this, but uh, wreck. Yeah, this was tough. Yeah, I remember they they sent a few to my house. This was really dope. It was really creative too. I would have never thought of anything like this, but uh, this was real, real creative. Ice like what? Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Yeah, I mean, Canada. I got Pataki in. <laughs> you got Pataki where? In me. 
pause. Baboom! No homo. And I wanted to ask you right here about the sticker sheet that comes with the Killicam zine. Amazing. Yeah, you gotta th- you gotta really give the props to Rec for doing this. They created all this stuff, and everything you know was dope about it. When you look at the lyrics, they put it together really funny. It was dope. This is really creative. I wanted to ask you about this. You and Shaq. Yeah, uh, we both you know we both signed the Reebok, so we do a lot of Reebok events together. Where were you? This was actually at Rucker Park. His team played against my team last summer, in a, a one day tournament. For and right now, I have another gift for you. It is right here. It is a Twista instrumental. You love the Twista, don't you, Cameron? No homo, yeah. Twista's my nigga. I fuck with Twista. I think he's probably like one of the best lyricists, period. He raps so fast, a lot of people don't really get it. But he's probably, if you really get a chance to listen, this dude's like probably one of my favorites. Did you at one time try to bail out Max B? Yeah, yeah. Max B from our building. We from the same building. So You were on the fifth and he was on the third? Absolutely. There you go. I lived on the fifth floor. He lived on the third. 101, West on 40th Street. That's my brother. That's my nigga. Is the buffet dead? The buffet. What's the buffet? The buffet. The Golden Corral restaurant. Oh, nah. I love Golden Corral. Every time down south, I eat Golden Corral. That's my shit. Definitely. Never. Because never. you, for a time, owned it one, right? I own one for six years, but I still go there to eat. Yes, absolutely. What about Sylvia's? Do you like Sylvia's at all? Like the classic Harlem place? Nah, to all tourists being Sylvia. Sylvia's is cool, but she don't even be there no more. She sold that shit. It's just called Sylvia's. She don't even own the shit no more. So nobody really goes to Sylvia's. I go to United Fried on 139th Street in Lennox and get Keo Breast. What about Amy Ruth's or Charles's Chicken? I fuck with Amy Roof. Amy Roof is like the new Sylvia's. Like, that's they were Sylvia's used to be. You used to have fuck Giuliani t-shirts? Yeah, the former mayor. Yeah, he started, you know, we was coming off the David Dinkins era, and then Giuliani just started being strict. So I have fuck Giuliani shirts as like a campaign for one of my albums. Did you ever see Clinton in Harlem? Once. He had an office on 125th Street. He was there for a little while. He a nigga. Did he ask you up? Nah, 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 he ain't do all that. He's surrounded. They, he's like a celebrity and shit. They love that nigga in Harlem. Giles Investigation. Yeah, we got to put part two out. Part one was successful. That's my man Face. He's a former comedian. He started smoking crack, and I used to have him do crazy shit for crack. He's clean now, though. I see him the other day, and he's actually clean. I told him I can't do shit for you when you clean. I can make you some money when you're getting high, but when you're clean, I can't do shit for you. So, I'm happy he's clean, he's clean though. And you and Pun had fun with a water gun? <laughs> this nigga is rapping. You and Pun had fun with a water gun? Big Pun used to ride around with a, God bless the dead, with a water gun in the back of his SUV in the middle of the winter and just spray like crackheads and shit. Like he'll put a gun out and think it was fucking, crackheads would start running, he'll just shoot him with like super soakers and shit. And I was in his car and used to be looking like this nigga's crazy. But that was my man, we used to hang out a lot. What was that gun battle you had with Juju on Instagram? Uh, we used to be on Vine having fun and shit, me and my lady. Like, we used to do a lot of skits, me, her, and my uh, cousin, Bang. He's locked up, but uh, that was just stuff that I had from Vine when Vine first came out. What do you think of Vine? I haven't been on it in years. Since Instagram put the little videos out, it was a wrap for me. 
And you met Juju. She was an airport screener? Yeah, she used to be a TSA. She had that little go-tooth. I thought it was cute. And I seen her in the tight little TSA pants, and I bagged her that day. On killer season, why did you spit on that little girl? Because a couple scenes before that, the guy, niece, goddaughter, whoever I spit on, he killed my niece. So I didn't want to kill a little girl, so I just spit on her to prevent from killing her. How did you do that? With spit. Like, how did you actually spit on the little girl? With spit. Like, what? Your own spit? Spit. <laughs> That's what it looked like. I can't get realer than that. Cameron, winding up here, do you still have 17 poles in your house? 17 poles or pools? Uh, both. No, no 17 pools. I have 17 poles. I have a strip club in my house, but not pools, poles. How do you clean the pool, and how do you clean the pool? I don't clean at all, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not a cleaner. I don't clean. I don't like doing domestic work. I just had an argument with my lady about that. Like, stop trying to change me. Let me be the nigga you met and you fell in love with. Not fucking cleaning no dishes. I'll, sweep, I'll do a little sweeping and shit, because I don't like no messy shit. I'm like almost like a little like psycho with being around clean shit, but... I just hate doing dishes. I ain't doing them shits. Would you ever rent to Airbnb so What do you think about Airbnb? It's dope. You know, a lot of them niggas do that shit under the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, they be like, when you go get the key, they be like, now if the neighbors ask, just say you're my cousin or some shit like that. They they never really do it legally, but I think it's cool because we use Airbnb sometimes because sometimes it's a large entourage, so if you rent a house, it's dope. How do you deal with bad tenants, Cameron? How do you deal with bad tenants? I ain't got no tenants. I don't, I don't, I don't live in a house. But just, like, as a theoretical question, how do you deal? Yeah. I used to deal with bad tenants. You can't really do nothing about bad tenants. It depends on where you live and what kind of person you are. If you live in the hood and you got bad tenants, you might get into some shit. If you live, like, in the suburbs and you a hood nigga, you could go threaten them, tell them all type of shit gonna happen to you. It depends on where you at and what kind of person you are. It's a several option question. What about impersonations? Are you good with impersonations? Am I good with impersonating you? <laughs> bah, boom! <laughs> I don't really do too many impersonations, but... Well, you can do Nardwar, the human serviette. What about um, Jay-Z? I'm not, I can't do Jay-Z. Who can you do, Cameron? I can do myself. Pause. <laughs> That's it. Bah, boom! Boom! And lastly here, Cameron, Lamborghini, did they overheat? Yeah, you know, I had one of the first Lamborghinis that was made in like 2008 when I got it, and it had a lot of fun malfunctions. Like, I was the first nigga that year with um, the 745. When you buy a new car that's brand new, and they put it on the market, like you're the first one with it, it's a lot of, especially computerized cars, it's a lot of technical shit that you gotta take back because they're not all the way done yet. My suggestion with like real high-end cars, Get it the next year. Don't try and be the first with it because it's a lot of technical shit. Why you got to take it back? Why should people care about Cameron? Why should people care? I don't care if you care or not. That's why people care. Because I really don't give a fuck if you like me or you don't like me. You like me or you hate me. It's really no in-between. And I can really care what you or anybody else thinks. Well, thanks so much, Cameron. Keep on rocking in the free world and doo-doo-loo-doo. Doo-dee-doo-doo-doo. <laughs>
remix. Silk the shot, can't run, no limit, entertainment. You don't know? Hey yo, I just want to walk with y'all. I don't want to rhyme, I just need to talk with y'all. Mama Sita, Senorita, I'm looking for my wife. Cats always love me till they girls start to like me. They don't want shice, but let's roll with these thugs. Do a hold up in a club, I can roll up in the rug. But I don't want to be a player no more. No assault, but I came with a call. But for the level money, Charlie, oh, it ain't my fault. Right, so it's so timid. My trunk, it don't limit. The whole squad is terrorizing cats, is no limit. And I'm a diplomat, I'm a diplomat. Where my killers at? Where my swiller at? That's why we act like that. Clack, clack, clap, pat, pat, pat. So my game just attacking your girl. From BX to NO, back to the world. Uh. Fucking OG, you my taste. Thinking the ways, pretty in the face. Dominican race, like my twin triple says. High as hell, articulate. Shorty sharp as nails, official chain. Repping uptown and all the world where we at. Home of the coffin and the ambulance for way downtown. They got the horses and the carriages for 40 bucks. You can ride and get your hug on another 20. Puff fly and get your crush on, it's all love. This how the buds when you hit it. Cause way downtown, you know the fuzzy trying to hear it. Some good spark, make sure it's in the dark. And most importantly, stay away from Central Park. Cause dogs live just to put away your thug. But not today, cause me and my baby and the cabaret of love. What? You don't know what we going through. You don't know the things that can be shown. Can't be sure you know what we're about to do. You don't 
And you're still listening to CITR and Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard a remix of Horse and Carriage by Cameron featuring the Night Court Sample. And before that, an interview with Cameron. Right now, here is something by Rasheen. Rasheen, respect. And Rasheen used to be called Terror T. And interestingly enough, check out Rohit's documentary on DJ Soundwar, a battle of the band's rap style that CITR had during the early 90s. And we preserved that on Real to Real Tapes. And Rohit did a documentary all about DJ Soundwar, which Terror T one in the MC portion and Terra T turned into Rasheen and here is Respect from 2007 by Rasheen. Like me, I put my Nikes on. 
comfortable to wear, plus I just got a new pair. I love music, and music loves me. And that's the way it is, how it always will be for the king. Ain't no other way. I do what I want to do. I say what I want to say. I was well aware 
a possible rejection, but embarrass me for wanting a connection? You impatient, woman with a basic handle on the laws of attraction. You got it backwards. My very actions show I have determination. I'll be your provider, never lazy. I'll be a great father to our babies. Did I just say babies? Hey, baby, where you going? Oh, come back. You got oh. me fucked up. I was just kidding. I mean, I would really have your baby, but I I was, uh, you got me fucked up. I just be talking too much. I just need to shut up sometimes. Nothing to see here. You're listening to the Nerdwar, the Human Morgan Hello radio show. Thank you for phoning in, Morgan, and identifying correctly, Rasheen. So just to reiterate what I was saying, go to citr.ca, check under documentaries, and look for the DJ Sound War documentary from just recently, and on that documentary are clips of MC Terror T in 1990s, early 90s, winning the MC portion of DJ Sound Wars. And we heard respect by MC Terror T, a.k.a. that was her new incarnation from 2007, Rasheen. And we just heard right there, Fuge. Fuge, not future. He was future before future. Fuge, F-Y-U-T-C-H, with funked up. Hello, Fuge. Thank you very much for sending that to me. Funked up by Fuge. F-U-T-C-F-Y, sorry, F-Y-U-T-C-H. Fuge. Right now is Destroy Nate Allen, who are playing this Sunday at Lana Luz as part of a faceplant benefit. At Lana Luz this Sunday night, a faceplant benefit featuring a whole bunch of bands, including Destroy Nate Allen. Walked downtown to the grocery store Offered me a coffee if I needed some more I said no thanks, I've already had enough But thanks for your hospitality Thanks for your hospitality Life is complicated And death is overrated And I'm just feeling jaded I think I just need some rest
walked a few blocks and then I turned around. Kids were making all of those lemonade sounds. I pulled out a quarter and I bought a cup and said, Thanks for your hospitality. Thanks for your hospitality. Life is complicated and death is overrated. Sound of the doorbell beat. Grateful to my rider when I was not late. I said, Thanks for your hospitality. Thanks for your hospitality. Life is complicated.
You're still listening to The Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And we heard from Edmonton 
Alberta. Lucky Dioxide with Welcome to the Scene. Before that, we heard the Intelligence Service from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada with School Me, recorded by Chris Woodhouse. And before that, Nate Allen, destroy Nate Allen with Death is Overrated, playing Sunday night at Lana Luz as part of the faceplant benefit. To end the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show, I thought I would play another record given to me by Mike Roach. Thank you, Mike Roach. It is, I'm not sure how much we will play of it, but it is <clears throat> Liz Lyons Up Your Ass. From 1975 and from Canada. Here is a little bit of quotes from the back covers. And as well, some quotes from waxidermy.com. Waxidermy.com if you want to get more information on this record. I have the exact same record as the one above. Up Your Ass by Liz Lyons from 1975. Sign and everything. Do you know the value of this piece of work? And somebody goes down to say, Blaine says, Outrageous. No copies of this LP exist that are not autographed. I also have two of them both signed. And I turn this record over and sure enough, it is autographed. I continue down to Kevin. Liz Lyons, Lee Leonard, played Izzy's Supper Club in Vancouver sometime in their early 70s. I was the gay gossip columnist for the Georgia Strait at the time and was invited by a Wally Price, a retired drag queen who had worked with Liz when she was still Lee to meet her in her hotel room at the Old Ritz. And we continue down some more here and we get again this is from waxidermy.com. We have Jim say, I saw Liz at Izzy's Supper Club on Georgia in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, in I believe uh, 1974, probably 75 or so. My God, she was funny. She had the whole room in stitches throughout her whole show. An absolute hilarious comic and an unsung Canadian icon. Paula says Liz played Cheetah's Strip Club in Windsor, Ontario multiple times in the late 80s. In fact, so many, I remember a bunch of her lines. She always opened with, My name is Liz Leons. I'm 84 years old and I still fuck. And she destroyed hecklers like no one I've ever seen. I remember one show was basically tearing apart one guy for about an half an hour. So here we have Liz Lyons up your 
as, and we are going to play as much as we kind of can of Liz Lyons up your ass. Again, thank you so much, Mike Roach, for this record. Good evening or welcome to you all, ladies and gentlemen. Harry Smith and the Club Morocco proudly present Rated X for Exciting Words. The naughty Liz Lyons. <laughs> Thanks a hell of a lot. We'd like to welcome you to our show. We ask you to sit back and enjoy us. Um, don't sit with your back to me, sir. I'm off a pee on your head. God, it looks like a hung jury out there. And it's not, I can tell from here. I love your mustache. You look like a box with teeth in it. <laughs> Are you girls embarrassed over there? You might as well let your hair down and enjoy yourself. When you walked in there, your reputation was shot to hell anyway. What'd you think I was gonna do up here, the Gettysburg Address? Wait till the last show, I come out bare ass on a white horse with my hair on fire. But you have to laugh loud, because I don't have to do this for a living. I can always go back to being a whore. Oh, the whores are starving in this town. This one whore said, could you loan me $50 till I get back in my ass? You married over there, you look so damn miserable. I'm not gonna take him, honey. Is that your husband? You can talk to me, your tits won't fall off. How long you married? Six years, isn't that nice? How many kids you got? Two, no wonder so much, he hasn't had any in four years. The television losses up everything. Ever since Kamada, I've been looking for a 12-inch admiral. You couldn't get a five-inch Hitachi in this joint. <laughs> Is that the only husband you ever had? Is he good? Yeah? How do you know the difference? Ain't I a bitch? <laughs> you cheat on your wife, sir? You don't? You're full of shit. You know what's worse than finding lipstick on his tie? FDS on his breath. Poor Linda Lovelace, you know, the star of Deep Throat. She's in the hospital. She has lockjaw. <laughs> they don't think the guy's gonna survive. <laughs> she went to the dentist. He says, you have the nicest teeth I ever come across. <laughs> this side of the room, wash up, get your money, and get the hell out of here. <laughs> God damn. Hmm. Thank you for the clap, now I've had everything. <laughs> but Linda Lovelace is getting married. She's marrying Hugh Gibbons. They met at a log-eating contest. He's the guy with the golden rod and the hickory nuts. I think he's got mahogany piles. 
But the poor broad's gonna have a hysterectomy. She's gonna have her teeth pulled. Did you buy the woman in the hardware store? She said, I'd like to have a hinge. The guy said, would you like a screw for it? She said, no, but I'll blow you for that toaster over there. <laughs> See, she went in the hardware store. <laughs> God damn, my knockers are killing me. I wish I had a pair like this on my back. I was married to a Greek once. I didn't know which way to turn. I divorced him because he got indifferent. <laughs> I love you. You have such a dirty laugh. I'm going to give you some new douche powder. Yeah. You do douche, don't you? You know, in France, the women use an effeminate spray called Feminique. You spray it in your box, you know, so it smells nice. In America, they use FDS. In Poland, they use janitor and a drum. Yeah, I think in Holland they use Dutch cleanser. <laughs> God, he looks like the Polak. Got married and got in bed with his bride. Crawled on top of her. I never should have married you. She said, why? Because you ain't got no knockers. You ain't got no box. She said, get off my back. <laughs> See, they got married. <laughs> you know what you get if you cross an Eskimo with a queer? A snowblower. <laughs> you know what you get if you cross a Chinaman and a Frenchman? Somebody wants to eat your laundry. <laughs> Did you hear about the Polak that froze to death in Alaska? Standing in front of the whorehouse waiting for the light to change? <laughs> I was up in Alaska. Was, oh, he's explaining it to her. It was so cold up there, I pulled my knockers up and used them for earmuffs. <laughs> and the guy had me in the dog sled going down the Chena River and he yelled, mush! I thought he said, push! <laughs> While we're mushing, pushing, somebody stole the damn sled. <laughs> I love your sport coat, darling. Anybody missing seat covers of a Ford? That's how you got it from your car? Did you get it in the spring? <laughs> you want me, don't you, you savage? <laughs> don't laugh, honey. I got a solid gold diaphragm. You'd find out what it's like to come into money. My act is too high class for this place. I got too much couth. I should do my old act. You know, I used to be a striptease dancer, but I shaved my legs and wrecked them. Yeah, I was a whore for 20 years. I retired. I'm not selling it anymore, I'm buying it back. <laughs> See, I douche with lemon and I got pucker power. I've been the Virgin Islands and had a retread. Gee, I love my knockers. My left one is very sore. I spent the night with a guy with twin beds and it didn't reach. I think his pecker is worse. It didn't reach either. 